back to College Conversations. My name is Greg Garner, and I'm here with the Institute for GOD's VP of Enrollment, Lori Kage. Hi, everyone. And also two special guests, because this week we are at the ABHE 77th Annual Conference, whoop, whoop. and representing Students Living a Mission and the Summer Internship, we have Miss Amelia and Mr. Mitch. Hello. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Excitement abounds. <laughs> uh, Amelia, have have you ever been on this side of the camera? I have not. Okay, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the first exciting. Time yeah, there really is, is. This is wonderful. And Mitch, uh, we 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 know we know podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. this will be great. Podcasts. I'm pumped. Well, the the reason why um, I have him on the show at this time is because. I want to talk to you about Students Living a Mission and the summer internship. And their job this week is to talk to all kinds of colleges at mm -hmm. the annual conference about what it is that these programs can be for their school. Mm -hmm. So Lori's here because uh, her school actually uses these programs. That's right. And so hopefully there'll be a little bit of a testimony for yeah. how it is that Students Living a Mission and the summer internship work with college students. But I think, first of all, Amelia Harrison, if you mm -hmm. could tell us a little bit about the summer internship. Yeah. And what the summer internship would mean for a college. Yeah. So summer internship for colleges that want to partner with us is an opportunity for students in a variety of majors at their schools to come and implement what they've been learning in the classroom in a developing world context. And so they would come with us and our facilitators who have had a lot of experience on the field and get opportunities in specialized areas such as healthcare, education, pastoral ministry, and get to experience that cross-culturally. Um, yeah. So whatever it is that a college student has gone to school to study, the summer internship creates an international yeah. venue, a cross-cultural experience for them to implement service in that area. Yes. And what, what, are the, what is the benefit for students? Um, one of the benefits is it provides that cross-cultural experience, and so they kind of get out of the moment that they're in as students and um, even the location that they're in and get to experience it in a whole new context. Um, additionally, it provides some professional development that's there where they're learning how to even contextualize what they've learned for a different setting. Um, yeah, they, they just get a lot of real-life experience. Now, part it's of the reason really why you're here yeah. is because you have done the summer internship. I have. And even uh, part of my comment on you being on this side of the camera yeah. is that you're often on that side yeah, of the yeah. camera, right? <laughs> and I think on your last summer internship, you, with a film focus, yeah. you were behind the scenes, taking a, a camera yeah. all, all around. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your experience as a summer intern and taking your occupational focus of film mm -hmm. and utilizing it in a developing world context. Yeah, yeah. As a summer intern, um, it was really special, one, just to get to go abroad and even have that experience um, of service in an international context, but getting to film this time added a whole new layer to it, um, where I had learned an occupation that I had done here, um, primarily in Nashville, um, but even learning how to navigate that, not only on different terrain, um, which was challenging within <laughs> itself, um, but also cross-culturally and the social dynamics that are there and um, learning how to navigate, how to ask to film and what's appropriate to film and when and where I should do that. Um, it added new layers and gave me new considerations that I've even brought back into the ways that I implement that occupation here. Because you've been on mission trips before. Yes. And the big difference with the summer internship is that unlike your maybe 
run-of-the-mill mission trip <laughs> that would have people like doing VBS mm-hmm. or um, visiting an orphanage, all yeah. good things. This allows you to develop professionally yeah. within the scope of your chosen major. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right, so when you're talking to colleges, what, what, are, what is it that you offer to them in the summer internship? Like, are there, because I think b- both you guys, as, as you're about to talk about SLAM, you both have offerings that um, I think are leveled, right? So you got mm-hmm. a, a, mm-hmm. a type of partnership that's level one, level two, level three. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll discuss that after you tell us a little bit, Mitchell Buchanan, <laughs> about SLAM, Students Living a Mission. Yeah. Um, SLAM has been a program that we have ran in Nashville, across the U.S., across internationally, that has just been fantastic. So I... I have I was a SLAM student uh, myself way back when, and I feel like even in serving in this like, capacity... Like circa 2001, 2002? Yeah, 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 2002. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. I, so I, I've known SLAM for so long, and then how it operates, where I think just really not known the qualitative work and not known, you know, the outside perspective, like, whoa, this is such an amazing program that we can offer. And then until just actually even talking to other colleges and working through, hey, this is actually the benefits that we're able to offer is incredible. And I couldn't speak more highly of it. So really on our end, we facilitate uh, trips for people in Nashville, where we're based, they come a lot and will facilitate a week where it's going to be filled with service. And then internationally as well, when we host teams, we work in uh, five regions around the world. And from our end, I can only just feel for administrators of how much work it takes to actually put a trip together of like, are we considering all the logistics, all of the people that are involved, translators and facilitators and guides, and to actually put together a qualitative trip it can feel overwhelming. And that's something the last 25 years has just been something that we have continually invested in more and more in those regions. So it's not as if, hey, we're gonna throw a new region in there and then try to work all that up. It's like, I think we've had such a great connection with our cooperatives there. And in Nashville, like our our, uh, service project relationships with ministries and programs there where it's really building every single week, month, year where we're able to do more qualitative work there. And it's not reinventing the wheel of having to figure this out for your school or college. It's yeah. really, we're, we have such, a, I think, an in-depth and variety of things that we can do because yeah. our focus is investing into communities around the world that I think it's just an incredible opportunity to jump in of something that has been building and building and building for 20 plus years. Mitch, I think that's cool. I think you're kind of giving us the view under the hood, though. Like, what's the vehicle look like? I'm, I'm in every slam? hood. <laughs> what's a slam actually look like? While you're getting a drink of water, I'll, I'll help you out. There's there's basically two aspects to slam. There is the the national element, which has us facilitating a service camp. So essentially students from all over the country mm-hmm. come out to our college and they will uh, have general sessions with worship and speakers. Right. And then they'll have service projects in the morning and then some afternoon alternative game type things. And then mm-hmm. uh, in the evening, they'll even have like a, what we call late nights, which is an entertainment experience. And... Um, Throughout the week, they get this routine of a schedule that culminates in a testimony time where 
Everybody gets to review all of the things they did to make an impact in the community within which they're serving. And that paradigm carries over into the different cities where SLAM has been able to help facilitate mm -hmm. this same experience for other schools or churches who um, adopt the program. And as you said, for the under the hood segment, um, <laughs> th th this even helps your ministry develop relationships with other ministry partners in the area as mm. you provide the human resources through the young people who want an opportunity to serve. Right. And, and that's a really important component to SLAM. But then there's the international element. And the international element of SLAM is, is effectively mission trips, mm -hmm. right? But and, and you've gone on several SLAM mission trips. What would you say are some distinctives of a SLAM mission trip experience? Because while it is true that the national paradigm that we do here mm. is something we would do there, it, and it's the SLAM mission participants that actually help to facilitate that SLAM experience on the local level for the folks who are abroad. Mm. But in that mission trip trajectory uh, for SLAM, what are some distinctives that, from your experience? Yeah, I think um, something I highlighted just in, in reflecting back recently is our focus is it feels like you can take a mission trip and it's going to be project based. So it's like, Hey, we're going to build this house. And it's yeah. like, really, no matter where you go, you're going to have the same kind of formulaic steps because it's going to be the same project. You're just doing that. Right. Or it's like location based. We're going to Kenya. And it's like, that's the highlight. And it's like, Oh yeah, this is really what's amping people up. I think something that's distinctive is that on every level, it's really about our team dynamics. So the, the group that's going, of in the facilitation, it's like, yes, the project is how we're serving. Yes, like we are in a cross-cultural setting, but like, how are we doing that together? Where it's like, hey, we're not just hammering nails or finishing off projects. Like we need to be bringing ourselves to that process just as, you know, believers where it's like, we're bringing ourselves to love another, to engage with other people and to actually serve together as a team. And on the other side, like I kind of mentioned, I think we're serving communities and peoples on the other side of our service. So I think something that we like really like stress and highlight is that it's we're not there to complete a task. Anyone can take a trip and like fulfill a project. Mm -hmm. We're there to grow as a team together where it's like, hey, we're seeing the fruit of Christ come out of us and what that does in your schools that go, in church groups that go. And on the other side, we're able to invest and see that it's going to affect dozens and dozens and dozens of people in this community that we're serving. Yeah, because SLAM partners with specific church groups and community groups so that there is a strategic relationship that's developed yes. between the team that goes and the people who receive the team. Mm -hmm. So it, it's not like a tourist venture where you're just going to this orphanage, saying hi to the kids and, and, and leaving. Mm -hmm. For sure. There's a relationship that's now developed between the school and the orphanage or the, the school and specifically the community because the organization is community oriented. Mm -hmm. Like everything is to um, raise up and develop that community and a SLAM mission team gets to be a part of that overarching effort, yes. right? So it's not like you go and then nobody's gonna have any contacts with the people that you ministered to <laughs> until you come back again. In the meantime, there's empowerment that's happened even for some of the, the locals, even mm. as a result of the teams that have come mm -hmm. so that they're able to carry forward the work. And I think that that is a really fantastic aspect about SLAM is that you're, you're not just working with um, these, and a lot of people don't know this about missions, but 
everybody out there in the developing world is uh, sees a business opportunity when it comes to <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. Westerners coming over. And all of a sudden, you know, there's not regulations on how you create a community entity right. abroad like there yeah. is here in the United States. So all of a sudden they're a pastor. There's an ordination. There's nothing there. They, they just had a kiosk and now they're pastor. Now they have a church. Uh, nobody can understand their language. So they, they, they think that they're saying, come listen to the speaker talk about <laughs> Jesus. And really in their language, they're saying things like, hey, everybody, come over here. Listen to this white guy. has got money. Maybe you'll get some. Mm. And I never knew that stuff until I learned the languages. Yeah. Mm. And once I started being able to hear the languages. Yeah. And you can kind of like tell it. You know, they'll wave. It's like, wave, hello, wave. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you know, yeah. it quickly turns. Yeah. I'm like, hi, money. Yeah. Hi, like, yeah. what can you give me? That yeah. kind of uh, experience. But I think that's a great promise that colleges can get. Because it's hard to establish that kind of long-standing relationship. Because it's cool when your team community. comes back and says, I met this person and that person. And maybe that individual that came back from the trip won't go back again but they inspire another friend who then's like man i really hope i get to meet little maria that you met and then Mm -hmm. they go the next year and then the friend who couldn't go because they're heading off to med school now passes a note to maria and then uh through their friend maria gets the note and the friend meets maria and so there's like continued bonding Mm -hmm. even between the students based upon the shared experiences yeah i think it's part of you know the heart of slam where it's you know, overall, you can put time and effort and all this energy into like making a mission trip happen. I think SLAM can be a great partner for Bible colleges. Like, let's build a missions program where you're having that long term vision of like there's a connectivity of yeah. one trip to the next. Yeah, or so like, let's, let's talk about those 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 levels mm-hmm. that we offer between mm-hmm. SLAM and summer internship because I know there's there's three levels of partnership. Before we get to the three levels of partnership, mm-hmm. let's talk about the five levels. I thought it was, I thought we were gonna do a commercial slam. break. I was right, like, <laughs> <laughs> before we get five levels of slam. Do you know them? Yes. Let's go. Level one. <laughs> Level one of slam is a service camp national experience. Yeah. So it's a local experience, and it's a service camp just like we previously right. described. Level two, do national you know it? National cross-cultural. Good. It's a national experience, but it has a cross-cultural component. So typically for us in the United States, that's going to be to like a Hispanic community, mm. but also some of us in our different cities have mm-hmm. have like uh, immigrants and refugee communities from other parts of the world. I know that we've worked with everyone from people from Kurdistan to Somalia. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you yeah. know level three? Come on, man. You got this. <laughs> level three is international. Yes. Nailed it. International. And it's typically <laughs> typically going to be a, a high facilitated experience that that has a, um, a a culture that is not so foreign that mm-hmm. um, it would require enhanced levels of right. training and typically a language that is either more familiar or where English is still predominantly spoken. Right. Mm-hmm. Where level four is still international, but at this point, you're, you're introducing those complexities. Yeah. You now have a, a, a culture that's very different than a Western culture. So likely in an Eastern culture and then a language or an area where you don't have people speaking English or it's mm-hmm. a language you're unfamiliar with. India would be a good example of that. Totally different culture, right. totally different language, uh, where in level three, a good example would be like Mexico or El Salvador or mm-hmm. something like that. 
And then level five is where you have all of the things in level four, <laughs> except now you have a physical, physical component, component. Mm-hmm. that is is um, that makes the experience more challenging. Maybe on this trip, your team is going to hike up the mountain to right. be able to bring the gospel to a group of people or help out with a church that's up in that area. Or you're going to have extensive amounts of walking because there's, there's not going to be... Um, terrain that vehicles can navigate mm-hmm. in this part of the village or whatever. So the physical component is five. But those are the five levels of uh, students of admission. I knew you knew them, dude. The camera, man. <laughs> you know. it, it, it adds weight and it also <laughs> makes our brains skip. Your mind. Yeah, there's yeah. five levels and there's <laughs> five regions in there. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's the fives. So let's get now to the three levels of partnership. Okay, let's start with summer internship. What are the three levels of partnership? Yeah, so the first level of partnership with uh, summer internship is that students um, at the colleges just join on our programming that we're already facilitating. Um, So that starts on our campus. They come to Nashville for a boot camp week and then go abroad with us to the regions that we're in. And the um, element that they get to choose, though, is that occupational experience um, and how it um, aligns with the major that they're doing at the moment. And and that's for individual students or can it be for cohorts from the school? It can be both. It can be for for individuals or it can also be for cohorts. Yeah, yeah. So you don't mean the number four individuals. Four, you mean for the preposition. Four, yes. yeah. for preposition <laughs> so, for so cohorts. Either individuals or a, or a cohort from yeah. school. So a cohort would be would mean the school has decided it's going to allow for a group of students. Maybe they were in a certain class yeah, yeah. to be able to participate. Yeah. Uh, we have seven students. It needs to be four. <laughs> Drop three of them. <laughs> That's fantastic. a confusing word. It yeah. is. Yeah, it you is. Know. It is. All right. So, and then let's level two. <laughs> level two adds a little more customization to it where um, students can even participate in a boot camp at uh, their school. Mm-hmm. And so our facilitators would then come to their school and help put that on there. Um, and, then, and they can even leave for their international programming from yes. your college. Yes. So they yeah. wouldn't have to necessarily travel to Nashville to mm-hmm. then go to the region. They would leave yeah, from their own city. Um, and that first portion would be able to go to them. And that's yeah. like cross-cultural training. What like what are they being trained for if you go to their college? Yeah, at boot camp. All the aspects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's um, what's included. A lot of aspects. So there's times of worship and Bible study, and even yes, that cultural preparation. Preparation. Preparation, not preparation. Yeah, I mean, because you know they're they're learning basic greetings and languages. They're getting cross-cultural education as from everything from how to appropriately shake hands or have Mm -hmm. gendered relationships. Yeah. Um, They're they're going to learn some songs. Mm-hmm. Right. They're going to get acquainted with perhaps some of the activity that they would implement. And uh, the boot camp is a very yeah. – I mean, you've gone through it. All, all, everybody here has gone through it. We all have. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, an intensive time that challenges you physically, yeah. emotionally, spiritually. Yeah. And it's, it's really getting you prepared for what great thing you're about to do when you get abroad. Yeah. But, yeah, it's brought to the college, mm-hmm. and that's on there. What's level three? Level three – is uh, when our facilitators actually come and teach leadership at your college um, to help them learn how to even facilitate their own summer internship at their school. So the program gets to be customly integrated Mm -hmm. into the college. Yes. So the college now can run its own summer internship and run its – yeah. Yeah. And and in that case, there's a team there of leadership that gets – all of the things we've learned over the last 20 plus years of running summer internship so that they can, and then also uh, they don't have to do all of the tough global Mm cross-cultural administrative work of 
of creating venues yeah and, yeah and for, for ministry and, <laughs> yeah and so a lot of the the heavy lifting administrative stuff yeah still gets carried by summer internship in nashville mm-hmm. but the program implementation for the college the leadership at that college is now trained on how to do it so they can make it happen yeah how long does that training take for like the leaders at the college. Yeah, we're we're I think we're saying as close it, it can happen in, in as as less as three years. Mm-hmm. Less as three years. Little less. In as little, little as, as thank yeah. you. In as little as <laughs> three years. <laughs> and um, uh, it could take up to five, but in three to five years, that transition could fully take place. Because it's a it's a similar thing with SLAM. What are the three levels over there? Yeah, it, it'll be a, a really similar format of just progression towards more and more, I think, ownership with the your school or college. So the first level is we have uh, trips in Nashville, and uh, sometimes we'll have a trip to Morristown or other places that you could probably join in on a trip that's already planned and kind of like register your school or a team of people to come. And it'll be service-based uh, mission that will have a fantastic time. And and that also includes international stuff, right? So like if Slam's doing a trip to El Salvador, right? they could get either some individuals from college or a team mm-hmm. to go and participate in Slam's trip. Yeah, and it'll be something where it, it'll be, we'll probably advertise, hey, this is something your college can join in if you want. It's already kind of set up. And then all you really need to do is find the availability and the students and join in. So um, the second level is going to be giving training to student leadership at your school or college where this is something that we've done for years and years and years in Nashville. And it's it's really every, every time someone comes on a slam trip, we say, this isn't just for a week and an experience. How can you take this back and, you know, live it out where you're at? Um, and I think this would just be a very, very clean step into, hey, we're training you on – organizing service projects, really undertaking something of organizing a week of service, and that then you can, you know, experience that in your town. So we're going to make ourselves available to do training, to have consistent meetings on, hey, here's the tools, here's the pitfalls we've gone down, and here's what you're going to really need to do to have everything lined up and ready to roll. And, and with both of these programs, the schools get all of the respective branding and mm-hmm. considerations, including like um, access to, uh, like for the summer internship, the collateral that allows yeah. a student to raise money and mm-hmm. for it to be tracked or mm-hmm. with slam that, uh, the considerations that people maybe won't make concerning how it is you update parents or, 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 or you know, the, yeah, the nitty yeah. gritty of things, schools are going to get all of that information. Yeah. So even in your level two thing, we're going to come to your town and we're going to work with your leadership to help facilitate things. But it's still highly facilitated by SLAM personnel at that mm. point, right? Yeah, I yeah. think – and I think for those first two levels, that's something distinctive from us as opposed to a typical work camp week or something where we're just kind of teeing up the projects and then you're doing that. Yeah. It's that we want to make sure that we – in everything we do, that it's marked by you know the presence of the Lord, mm-hmm. that it's marked with an intentionality. So. Yeah. We, in our experience, want to make sure that that is imparted on those first two levels where it's like, hey, we're investing into this week in a level that's beyond the logistics. And it's like wanting to see this experiential spirit of Christ reign in what we're doing. Yeah. I think the third level just takes that a step further where it's like, hey, we aren't necessarily going to be facilitating everything. We're going to train you to such a degree where, hey, we want this to be something that you can really fully step into and have ownership as a school. Yeah, so in the same way that summer internship would do it, SLAM says, 
hey, with level three, we're going to partner such a way. So in three to five years, you guys are running your own slam program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Which is a, a fantastic gift with <laughs> uh, respect to how long and how hard yeah. people have worked to right. create what it is that is now slam yeah. or the yeah, that's what I think is amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. I was in a session today. I, I spoke on the session, but they were like, so can you just give me kind of a template for how I would do something like that? But that's what these programs yeah. are both yeah. at the end. They're both ready to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, there's only a couple colleges. Literally. I only know of us and one other that, that does mission work regularly. Mm-hmm. Right. So like this, and it's at the heart, obviously of Bible right. schools, I think it's just often probably feels out of reach of like how they could make that happen. And let's, let's talk about that a little bit more, Lori, because it is true that the Institute is one of a few colleges that we know that does regular. Like where every student, especially, Mm -hmm. you know, does that as a part of their their program. So Mm -hmm. for for you guys as a faculty and administration of the Institute, when it comes to um, SLAM and students' participation, or when it comes to the summer internship and students' participation, how much have you guys had to do? Like how much of the heavy lifting is done by SLAM or summer internship compared to you guys as a faculty and administration? I would say we've been very blessed, like to share that load mm-hmm. with our students. I, I've been able to, you know, go on mission with my students and be a part of the fil- facilitation teams sometimes. But I would say for me personally, and even for our faculty and staff, we are not, we haven't done a lot of the heavy lifting. We've been so blessed to, you know, just kind of. So have, you're able to I'm offer saying, this to your students mm-hmm. and not. Overexert yourself, <laughs> yeah, yes. as as administrators, because it. I think you know, anytime anyone does something really well, it mm-hmm. looks easy. You guys yeah. ever notice that? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. like we know a guy. He's he's a chef. He's like a five star chef. Did, been doing it for like twenty some right. years, right? Like New York awarded kind of guy. And I'll sometimes ask him about things. He'll be like, "Yeah, you just do this," and and he's talking, and and I'm like, "Man, that sounds exhausting." Yeah. <laughs> and the way he makes it sound is as if. It's like nothing, and then you watch him do it, and it looks like he's doing nothing. Right, yeah. looks like he's just yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, if I was to, if I was to like be an actor and imitate him, I'd just be like, it's like the proof of a good dancer. It's yeah. like if yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. easy for them to do. Yeah, but you think through it, you're like, there's no way right. that that was they easy made for that you to do. Easy. But that's like how you can tell. Yeah. That, and that's that my concern sometimes it. when people look at like high performance organizations, which I think uh, Slam and Summer Internship, they're like really really well worked out mm-hmm. uh, when people see it they could be like oh that'd be easy to duplicate mm-hmm. but man there is there's a lot <laughs> under the hood yeah. there's a lot under the hood it's because i mean first of all it's uh especially when you get into the international aspects of it it's dangerous yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's dangerous and no, yeah so to you, just experiment with that yeah. yeah is risky and slam and summer internship both of them have international staff that have been with them for decades Decades. Like we know now, even some of their kids go to uh, the institute yeah. <laughs> abroad, yeah, who, like and and are implementing SLAM on their own. Yeah, out there. So it's it's like these long-standing relationships that help you to know who it is that you're working with are actually very rare mm-hmm. when it comes to missions. I I know people who would say, yeah, we've been working with this church or this community for X amount of years or with this mm-hmm. organization. And typically when they work with the organization, they change out the, 
people that they're working with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they're working with a church or community, the leadership or the, even the personnel and people in the church community change out mm-hmm. with yeah. some kind of frequency. And so it can become uh, very challenging to facilitate and administrate, especially if your school's already overwhelmed with the task it has at hand. Yeah. Mm. And so Slam and Summer Internship says, hey, we just want to come alongside you and then we can make this part of what offerings you have to offer as an institution which that's why I have you here today. Like you're, yeah. you're the enrollment uh, officer uh, for uh, the Institute. Mm-hmm. What role does SLAM and summer internship play in attracting a student? Well, yeah, I was thinking of a few things while okay, we were go talking. Ahead. Talk one, as, like one is um, I have read even like top regrets students have about mm. choosing a college. And one of like the top five is that they didn't study abroad while mm. they were in college. Yeah. So like even regardless of – of field, that is something I think that students are recognizing. Man, if I didn't do it in college, probably won't happen. Right. Whereas college is kind of this awesome moment in time where you don't have some of the other obligations to a family or to a job where right. you can experience yeah. something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when you're experiencing your occupational focus while there, it and we live in a globalized world. Like it, it, it is, you know, igniting you to be a cross-cultural person, right. which is beneficial anywhere. You know, you don't right. even have to do that long term. Like we've had students who, you know, are um, we trained to be childbirth educators, but they spent six months doing that in Uganda. Mm-hmm. But they now also do that for refugees in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And they gained that experience there. They understood, you know, what what it looks like to live in a slum in Uganda and to, you know, lack the kind of basic health care yeah. that even changes the way they teach a class or changes the way they support a mother. Um, so I think so. The both heavy of contrast these... between a person's experience here in the United States and the experience that they have abroad, that contrast uh, is a is a catalyst. You're saying even I think so. for the I think... students. Uh, future enthusiasm for how they implement their work. Yeah, I think it's a it's a benefit for anyone anymore professionally yeah. to have cross cultural skills. That's good because we live in a globalized world. Sure. Right. And so when people are able to walk the path alongside people, you yeah. know, you're not having to simply kind of intuit that from a documentary you saw once or something. Like mm-hmm. y- you understand a different part of of life and where they come from yeah. that allows you no matter how, um, where you go in a profession to demonstrate the kind of compassion, understanding and consideration and excitement for, for what people are going through, no matter Mm -hmm. where they are in the world now. But I also think it ignites passion, like in students period. So when we're talking about schools, ABHE, we're talking largely about mission school or ministry, you know, based educational programs. And I think, SLAM and Summer Internship for our students have done a great job at just keeping their hearts ignited mm-hmm. for the things of God. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know, they, they're not just spending a summer like, whatever it is, you know, yeah. like so, doing so, a job that doesn't matter. They're so your students who go on SLAM or your students who go on Summer Internship, you see them return with like a greater sense of purpose, a greater sense of enthusiasm. Yeah, because they're getting to practice the things that they're learning in the classroom. Right away. Not after graduation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. say they they just took a final on it in May. Right. They're able to practice it May 20th, yeah. you know, or whatever like it we is. We had a student some years ago, I remember, he uh, was um, on a medical track. Mm-hmm. And he got to go on his um, internship to India. 
And because of the rules and regulations in India, the doctor in the hospital they worked at basically allowed him to operate in like a, a minor, operate? yes, a capacity <laughs> oh, as a yeah, doctor. Yeah. <laughs> but he did small surgeries. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, he was able to do like small eye surgeries <laughs> oh, and things. And he was like talking to the doctor there, and the doctor was just like, "We can do this here. It's okay. Let yeah. us, let us." Uh, and so, I mean, he tr- he got to do even more. And of, of of course, you know, that's going to be subject to every person mm-hmm. that you work with wherever. My point is uh, when he returned, that kind of locked down for him that he was going to serve the Lord through medicine. Mm, and right. he was going to find some way of making that happen. And I think something like that is like you're, have, you're down the path for medicine. You get that experience overseas. It almost like takes the... It takes the lid off of like, oh, this is what's possible. You know, it's like sure. that experience is like reevaluating why do we have training to do all these things when I could step in and help right away? Or like, is yeah. this beneficial or not? It like, I think it helps you just reanalyze something that you learned in the classroom that is now like turned all the way around because you experience it in a different culture. And I think the experience, because especially with Gen Z, like they, they watch documentaries, they learn things. And right. then that's the temptation is like, why does it even matter what I learned? Let me go do something now. But often they don't go and do it. Right. But like the practice of you, going and yeah. doing it. And it makes you come back to the failing, classroom. It makes yeah. you come back to the classroom <laughs> and be like, oh man, I need to learn more. Right. Yeah. Amelia, did you have that experience? Yeah, 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 I did. And I was even thinking like this aspect of it too is different than other trips because it doesn't leave you with a sense of guilt. Like, mm. and it, to a degree it, it's, it's, uh, pushes you forward even and excites a, a desire to learn more because there's yeah. so many real needs in the world yeah. that you have to have a passion for it in the classroom. If you're going to be able to do something about it one day. Yeah. And I think that's what summer internship does for students is, and even slam too, when they get exposure in, in this way that is led by people who have had these experiences before, yeah. um, it does it appropriately and and not in a way that's just guilt tripping them for the rest of their life, yeah. but um, pushes them forward. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. I, I think it's important for people who are listening to this, especially colleges and administrators who would be thinking about uh, partnering with SLAM or summer right. internship. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for them to know that we believe in education mm-hmm. and yeah. we believe in higher education, especially biblical right. higher education. And we uh, facilitate Anything that's done with SLAM or summer internship is facilitated in such a way that it is going to return that student back with increased enthusiasm mm-hmm. for being in the classroom. Yeah, yeah. I would say, and like, if absolutely. you're having trouble with students being apathetic, yeah. or even, like, yeah. even in the attitude in which they come to worship, in which they come yeah. to class, let them have this experience. Yeah. It's transformative. And, and, it, and it, yeah. it's transformative. They'll come back different. Yeah, they will. And, and they start. And not just like the different of like, I feel bad for those people. I'm grateful for what I have. Not that yeah, kind of different. Not. Like the the different that's like, my life has been changed. Mm-hmm. And they start telling their friends and other people about how they experience God. And f- as students at your school, uh, like that becomes a way for even other people to think about, I want to have the experience they have. And they got that at their school. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should go to that school. So talk to me a little bit about the role that um, these programs play in your recruitment efforts for students? Yeah, I think I think there is, you know, a draw, especially for students, you know, gap years are becoming a thing. And so they maybe just say, I want to take a, a year off, I want to travel, I want to experience these things, which I think can be fine. Uh, my issue with gap years is they often turn into... Gap no life. More, yeah, gap life. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff called yeah. it one time a chasm. <laughs> They're just, yeah. uh, nothing happened yeah. at the end. Um, but I think 
a program like this helps you get the benefits of a gap year in a summer. Yeah. You know, sometimes where it's like, you may not even need a whole year. You may just need a, a moment like this yeah. to allow you to build a team dynamic, right. to allow you to, to gain some experience practically, to allow you to be in a different space geographically. And that, that's something that, you know, talking to you, Lori, as, as a, a person who's recruiting and getting people enrolled, that you guys didn't share was like, there. there's a course sharing element. Yeah. Mm-hmm to uh, this programming, particularly with summer internship. Mm-hmm. And, and what does that mean, Lori? So for course sharing, it allows, especially within this ABHE network, that someone can have this experience and like there, it will count for either a certain course or a couple courses within uh, their college as well. So, so, uh, so a student then, uh, through a course sharing agreement, could attend their college, go on the summer internship, get a study abroad experience yep. facilitated for them that, and my, my, my favorite part about all this is this is like boots on the ground advancement of the kingdom of God, great mm-hmm. commission stuff, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like no and competition I, even be- between schools. It's yeah. like yeah. one school can benefit from another school's hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And even the protection of, we know where they're headed. Cause that's what yeah. I've talked to other colleges and they're like, oh, we just don't know how to establish all the contacts or all the places it's where hard. their students yeah. would it's go. And it, it's work. like, I understand that. I was like, I yeah. don't know how you would either. We have, you know, we have these five and we feel great about those, but like, and I tell that to students too, like, because mm-hmm. their parents are sometimes like, I don't know if I want them to go to Africa. And I'm like, well, they're, we're not just letting them wander around. Like, yeah. they're actually, there's a campus. And there. I think it's, there's I, a campus. We I know what they're going to There are things eat. that people they need know to know too, because there are a lot of missions organizations yeah. out there that have been kind of like startups, start by young mm-hmm. people. But like, the, the international contacts that SLAM and Summer Internship have, I mean, had in a situation actually was with your husband. And we were out in Africa this summer. Mm-hmm. We came into a situation that was challenging. Like, we needed some help. Mm-hmm. And I was able to call the um, – his his title is the DSO, but it, it is the District Internal Security Officer. And he's a friend of mine. I called Richard. Mm-hmm. And immediately he dispatched um, the, the, the police department in the area. And they got there immediately and were able to help us out of the situation and then did us a solid and even got us to our next place utilizing all the privileges of uh police escorts and it it was just it was so um encouraging because i could remember 25 years ago being in a similar situation and it's like you're only you're calling on jesus <laughs> like but i'm so thankful that jesus we, now has made it right, so that, yeah. that calling on jesus right. gets gets richard to pick up his phone in the middle of the night which is exactly what happened yeah, yeah. so it's it's like there are all of these things that uh, schools need to think about you need to think about the safety of your young people yeah. you need to think about the fact that the organization has in mind they want to return your students to your school to be better students for your school. Because yeah. there are some mission organizations out there who are kind of pitching this, you know, you don't need school, just be a missionary. You don't need school, just come out here and do the hard work of so feeding dangerous. people. and Very dangerous. Um, but that's not what's happening with summer internship yeah. and with SLAM. Or uh, I, I just wanted to say, I think, I feel gr- I feel so just awesome and like excited because I feel like it's returning so much value to us as an organization and the schools where it's like, I think for us, Hey, can we organize more trips and get more people to go? Surely that would be the case. 
But I think establishing a relationship with Bible schools, it's, I think, long-term just such a better investment for, for us as mm-hmm. a missions program where we know that they are going to be investing into it, that they have a connection to it, and it's connected directly to like them learning the Bible as students. And then for a Bible college, as opposed to I'm going to put effort into planning a trip or going with the organization, how, how much more value could it be of knowing – this organization's been doing this for 25 years and will be doing it for a hundred more and that they've had deep rooted connections in these places that they can grow into and become more and more invested into a continual relationship and all the benefits of them returning as like motivated students pumped about their experience. I feel like we're getting value and we're giving so much value. Yeah. That's like, this is an incredible opportunity. Cause that's so what God that's, does. It's yeah. like a cup of right. flowing style. And while we're talking about blessed. value, what does this cost the college to get involved? What will it cost the college itself? Nothing. No upfront cost. Uh, no there's upfront there's cost. no cost, yeah. direct cost to the college. Everyone be- hear that? Nothing. <laughs> That's Amelia thing. said that earlier today, and it, like the like eyes lit up. Like now we're talking. Yeah, it was seriously. Because like, awesome. you know, the, people would think like this should cost us something, but there there are costs. You know, you have to pay for plane tickets. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to pay for the the lodging and meals yeah. and such. But that's that's passed on to the student. Now, here's the cool thing about being a college. Especially if you hit a level three with us where we teach you how to – or, I mean, really, if you get in the course sharing element too, we can integrate that into the curriculum for the school. And this actually becomes part of their COA or cost of attendance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then if that's part of the cost of attendance and they are getting some kind of financial aid or assistance with Title IV – uh, this actually can become something that's part of the school's curriculum that can be paid for by financial aid and scholarships yeah. along right. those lines, which is a really cool thing. Yeah, it's amazing. But but we would we you know we train uh, the schools with respect to how they can fundraise, right, mm-hmm. and how they can help those students get them. But as far as the schools paying any money, they don't. Right. Yeah. Correct. They don't. They don't pay any any money. And I think that. That um, to have no upfront costs, and then from day one, a student comes on campus. This mission opportunity is hand in hand tied with your curriculum, your culture, where you're guiding that student in their academic path. That's I mean, what are we doing, guys? That's awesome. <laughs> we should reconsider uh, <laughs> adding costs. No. Adding upfront costs. It's going to be worth it. No, but Lori's right. You know, this is this is um, this is the spirit of God. Yeah. The spirit of God. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Is is God himself said he wants his glory to fill the earth and yeah. he's given us a spirit and we are those mobile tabernacles. Mm-hmm. We just got to uh, get a bunch of laborers to go on to that harvest and, right. and serve the Lord. You guys, thank you so much. Oh for, yeah. For this, this time. This and, and we this, should know just real here. quick. There yeah, are ahead. spots available for this summer's summer mm-hmm. internship. Oh that really? Are still How open. many are left for that one? There are um, eight spots left. Eight spots left. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that'd be fun. So, yeah, that would be, I think, a level one. Is that what you're saying? So, so yeah. well, either individuals or cohorts. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Only in only in groups of four. <laughs> only fours. No. <laughs> no, so if you do, I mean, you want to give a little plug for this, either of you, for this summer's? They're headed to East Africa, right? Yeah. So June 12th through July 19th. Amelia needed you to be more direct with her. Yeah, <laughs> Amelia I, gives a plug. Yeah. Yeah. So what are the dates again? June 12th through July 19th. June 12th through that third week of July sometime. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. And and um, where can they go to uh, find that? G-O-D-S-I.org. G-O-D-S-I.org or mm-hmm. slamweb.org. That's right. Get you to either one of these programs, right? Yes. G-O-D-S-I.org, 
or slamweb.org. Slam if they're colleges, they can backslash ABHE on both of them. Yeah. And it'll take So like godsi.org slash ABHE? Yes. Slamweb.org slash ABHE? Yep. Slashes and are important. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we hope you have a very blessed whatever it is that you're doing. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> hey, be praying. Be praying because yeah. uh, God's moving, and he does want his glory to fill the earth. And it's uh, you students that are tuning in here that is going to be God's chosen vessel to make that happen. Love you all.